Hello, lovely people. <laughs> oh, they're lovely now. Aren't they? I don't know. I think they may be. If they're bothering to listen, they must be pretty gracious. Uh, yeah, I'm Sophia. And I'm Christopher. And this is the cocktail table. It is today the one-year anniversary of my being single. So, one consecutive year. Yeah, that's right. Uh, my vibrators are all dead and <laughs> fully deceased. And now this is the podcast. We're going to talk about uh, what we have learned in our various times of being single. A whole year. Yeah, a whole year. Yikes. All right, hold on. How long have you been single? Uh, six months. Half a year. Oh, okay. You beat me by half. Yeah, you're halfway to being me. Well, <laughs> I'm Start taking... drinking for that. <laughs> We're drinking out of solo cups today, so there's no satisfying clink. Just, nope. some, just some plastic sounds. We're doing a new ASMR thing. Yeah, a little segment <laughs> so you can really feel like you're getting the ambiance and the tingles, you know? Just all the tingles. Do people get off to those? I'm pretty sure they do. I wonder if people like masturbate while doing that. Oh, I, I guarantee it. Yeah. I guarantee it. I heard it. some people just get, like, head orgasms. Do you do that? What is a head orgasm? I don't know. I don't have them. I have never had one. I wish I could get a regular orgasm, but... You do what you can. You get them on your I own. do. When I'm alone. Yeah. Yeah. Like most normal people. But it would be nice to have them with another person. It fades. Yeah. <laughs> the enjoyment fades. And it becomes a fucking goal. You're like, if I do, if I get to the orgasm, then this can all stop and I can I go can to bed. Go to bed. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It fades. Mm. So, uh, what are the other pros and cons about being single? You want to start pros and go cons? Uh, well, do you want to start good and get to depressing or start depressing and get good? That's what I was... I think the natural flow that'll go with this drink is pro to con. Because mm. I'm going to get to a certain point and I'm going to run out of pros. I think we're going to... I think we should go to con to pro. Why? So we can fight the depression we get into when it's just the two of us recording a podcast. Okay, con to pro. Con to pro. But I feel like that's the opposite of most relationships. Relationships start pro and fade ever so slightly into con. Mm. I don't know. I think when I go on dates with people, I look for every possible fucking thing that could be wrong with them. I look for everything, and if I can't find one, then I will go on a second date. And if I don't find one on the second date, I will date them. And if I don't find one after three months, I'll think about marrying them. <laughs> <laughs> That's pathological. That's my standards. That's pathological. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but then, over time, like, uh, yeah, the only time, like, I committed to an over three month long relationship was my most recent ex that I broke up with a year ago. And I decided to break up with him because I felt his life would be better without me. 
That's a sad reason. It was a sad reason. But then but that's, a- is that really the reason? I was just about to get to that. After I broke up with him, I realized, oh, I am much happier without him myself. <laughs> so I was kind of projecting and giving myself a reason to break up with him that seemed much nicer mm-hmm. than the real reason. And then I l- gradually let myself talk shit about him ever so more after I broke up with him. Yeah. It, and people, got, I could tell people were getting uncomfortable by how openly I was talking trash about someone I loved a month ago. Hmm. And then then they were like, you know what? She was holding back for two and a half years. Let's, ha- let's let her have her moment. And I took it. I didn't, like, burn his shit or anything. I still have a lot of his shit incorporated into my life. Like, I still have one of his shirts that he really likes, and I kind of keep it because I know he really likes it. And In like, case he comes back for it? No, just so I can, like, hold it over his head. But he doesn't know that I have it. I wonder if he knows I have it. He never asked for it. He did not... He has not spoken to me since I broke up with him. Oh, that's where you and I differ. And let me tell you, it's worse. I know! It's so much worse when they talk to you. Exactly. Like, I... Like, over this time of being single, I've been very invested in other people's ups and downs of their relationships. Like, other people in my life. And... Excuse me? There's a boiler in here. It's We're like, in Sophia's cracked end basement. Yeah. No it's a walls. Renovated cracked no basement. ceiling. There is a curtain. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. My paintings are here. Uh, self promo. I want to get some of my paintings. Go to at Soma Joe Art. You can say that louder so they can hear you. Sorry, I get self conscious about promoting myself. Go to at Soma Joe underscore Art on Instagram if you want to get some of my shit. Check it out. DM me for a print. All right. That's the end of that. Where were we? Um, wh- I don't know. Oh, talking to your ex after breaking up. I know people that, like, they get shocked that their ex, their new ex, doesn't, like, talk to them the day after and, like, ask <laughs> them how they are. I'm like, bitch, like, the whole reason of breaking up is so you guys don't talk every day anymore. Anymore. Are there any people in relationships that, like, don't talk to each other every day? Well, Is that a thing? Well, uh, when I met and are Carolyn... Healthy? When I met Carolyn, uh, literally... Well, no. I met her... She was dating a friend of mine, and then that ended. So I grabbed her with my little eagle, hand, eagle claws. Um, <laughs> Come here. Come here, little lady. I'm, I'm yours now. And she said, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, we talked consistently... Uh, for about a, uh, a year into our relationship. And then, you know, like, life happened. Well, the, actually, no. Then we moved in together. Ah. Uh. So we didn't have to text all the time. We did. It was nice to get those phone calls when you're at work, and it's like, I, I just wanted to say, uh, I miss you. Yeah. I'm like, that's very sweet. That's a Click. nice feeling. <laughs> <laughs> that's healthy. Uh, no. <laughs> that's so healthy for you. Uh, um, what's, um... How long into your relationship did you guys start living together? Uh, about a year. A year? Yeah. Bad, big mistake. That was around the time I wanted to like start living with my ex, but he was so broke all the time. That was never a possibility. I just assumed he lived with you in that house on the beach. No. He drove like 40 minutes from his house literally probably every other day to see me. Or oh, I drove to his house. Nice. That was also 40 minutes. From either of my houses to go see him. 
But I figured, like, if you just calculate how much gas it takes up to fucking drive 40 minutes to someone's house every other day, you can make rent. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That Take was some kinda... of the coffees he buys every day, the, the fast food he eats instead of eating healthy, because you like his gastroenterologist told him, oh, wait, I told him to get a gastroenterologist, and then he didn't. You told him to go see a fat doctor? That's not a fat doctor. That's a fat doctor. I have a gastroenterologist. I'm not fat. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm he kidding. Gave, he gave me a look like I'm fat. Are you kidding? I have intestinal problems. I have hemorrhoids. All right, all right but that's a reason, but that's usually not why people go see fat doctors. Well, he... I have a gastroent... I had one, and that was because I was fat. Now I, I'm getting cured. You know they have just regular fat doctors, right? Yeah, I know, but I went to see the professional fat doctor. The, the poop doctor. No, more of a... Oh, no. What am I thinking of? I don't know what the fuck you're thinking of. Oh, a gastroenterologist is an intestinal colon doctor. There is a fat doctor name that I can't think of. It starts with a G. Uh, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Anyway, well, I take back that whole fat doctor. I'm, I'm going to cut this out. This is Good. Funny. It's not funny. I'm just confused. <laughs> anyway, so I get, that, that, was, that was one of the most frustrating things about mine and Jordan. That's his name. Mine and Jordan's relationship. You don't want to, like, change it? No, he'll probably appreciate the clout, because he's an aspiring musician. Well, I mean, it's very hard to make it in music under the best of circumstances. Exactly. That being said, I do, I'd like to have one song about, um, oh, it was a plane? Yeah, the 747 one. I like that one. Yeah, 747 by the Dirty Birds, streaming on Spotify. Off the owl f album Foul Language. He, that, <laughs> I love that The fucking dumb band love puns. It's it was a so good pun. Yeah, I fucking hated that I gave Jordan so much fucking good advice. I hate this for anybody that does this to me. Like, they come to me with a problem, and I hate when people just come to people for problems without expecting advice or action plans on how to handle their problem. They're just like, uh, my stomach hurts. And I'm like, oh, maybe you should take some fiber supplements. I have some. Here you go. And they don't take them. What? <laughs> fiber helps. Tummy aches. That's a thing. I ha I'm giving you help, and you're like, mm, I don't know. Well, I get you. Although the problems that were <laughs> faced, uh, I'm going to call her Denise. <laughs> the problem, I don't know if I said her name. You already did say Carolyn. Ah, uh, you ruined it. You I'm said so Carolyn sorry, in other Denise. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, it was, it was, it's a similar situation yeah. where I, you offer help and they refuse to take it. It just wasn't as obvious as take your fiber. It was more like. Maybe you should stop fucking crying over stupid shit. Yeah. Mm. But you gave her a lot of stupid shit to cry about. No, I didn't. You did. What? And that's not the one you... No. <laughs> and that never <laughs> happened. Sorry. Illegal, illegal, illegal. Oopsie. Yeah, snip that right off. No. <laughs> Our relationship was very wholesome in the beginning. And then we moved into a meth den. But you have to understand, the rent in New York City is unreal. Yeah. We lived in poverty, and that put a strain on our relationship. Yeah, We also poverty. lived with a, a very soap opera-esque meth-addicted gay couple who would get into fights constantly. And she was very frazzled, but I thrive in that environment. You do. You love messes. That's I why we're didn't friends. mind it at all, but she was not having it, and it mm. it made shit a lot worse. Mm. Um, 
But in the beginning, it was nice. Yeah. In the beginning, she had her own apartment in the city because she was going to NYU and her parents are wealthy. But they're like new rich, where my parents are debt rich, but old rich. So mm. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Class systems. Any hoodles. She had her own apartment, so that was cool, where I could visit her and we were in, you know, downtown Manhattan, mm. uh, No Hull, you know, no north of Houston really? Avenue. Yeah, oh. it was a nice place. Mm. In the beginning, it was a lot of fun. Actually, in the beginning, I was a lot more of a mess. I was drinking all day and all night. Mm. Constantly. And she didn't seem to mind. Mm. No. I do mind. I... <laughs> this is not an intervention podcast. It's not going to be an intervention. I'm just saying that I, I've made a lot of discoveries in my uh, singledom. And I've realized things about myself, like, I cannot be with somebody who has addictions. Because I don't have addictions. And I just don't... Not even to coffee? I don't drink coffee. I don't consume caffeine. Everybody's addicted to something. Uh... You have prescribed addictions, that's kind of the difference. I mean, yeah, like I take antidepressants, but I d it doesn't give me like a high effect. It just kind of makes me happy. Sure. It makes and me normal. <laughs> so does Jen. Mm, I don't know about that. I don't think this is very normal. I don't think, uh, oh my God, I'm Vic Fallen. I don't think that's very normal. I thought that I think it's pretty normal, or at least it makes life fun. What's the alternative? Take a medication that makes you normal. It makes you not sad. I honestly don't see the difference. I do. <laughs> see, that's why this wouldn't work. But... Uh, All right, I'll take your word for it. Mm. But I still don't see the difference. Um, Booze is given by the gods to us to make us forget things. You know... Don't get me wrong, I love booze. I just don't like the feeling of being drunk every day. Mm. I don't... I don't like being drunk two days in a row. It makes me feel gross. It makes me feel like my body's, like, depleted and weak. I get that. I don't like it, so I don't do it. And I don't like, I don't like the stigma of being a drunk person. Like, when I got to the point where, like, most of the people that I was friends with, I only saw at my parties who saw me, like, fucking drunk as shit, they were like, oh, yeah, Sophia, this meme reminded me of you. This, like, fucking drunk whore meme. Yeah, this reminded me of you. I was like, yikesy yikes doodles, I don't like that. <laughs> I gotta brush up my act and be sober at parties now. Well, booze hits people differently. Yeah, I'm much sloppier when I'm drunk. Uh, so are you. I know, but I have no sex drive without booze. And I don't have less fun. Mm. I have less fun at, with stuff. And also, I never knew what to do after 7 p.m. I don't know what you use. I Literally, these past three Get days. a fucking hobby. I was, I'm just watching movies sitting there. I'm not even enjoying them. I'm just watching them. I'm playing Yo, Toon people, Blast on my phone. People get hobbies. Get shit to do. It's 7 p.m. Go to the fucking gym. I don't know. Go to the gym? Go to the gym. Disgusting. Go to the gym. Do I look like a proletariat? A proletariat? Uh, uh, do I look like a blue-collar man? <laughs> <laughs> no, you look like those banker men in an early 20th century. Is it the cardigan? cartoon? <laughs> No, it's the beard. <laughs> I like it at this level. 
I like it too. You know, yeah. you look good. You just look very aristocratic. Ooh, thank you. I'll take it. I grew up bougie. I know you did. That's I grew another up thing. Very I, bougie. I keep I keep getting attracted to people who grew up poor. Why do I do that? I don't understand that at all. I don't get it either. But it keeps happening. I think I I don't know. I think it makes me think they're going to be a nicer person, but that's really not true. Well, it, I get, it depends. I've known a lot of people who grew up with nothing. Yeah. And they, well, if they have something, they're very grateful to have it. And oh, yeah. if they still continue to have nothing. But then they, like, then a lot of times they're, like, scroungers, they're hustlers. And oh, I, was talk, I was talking to a few friends. It was, it was interesting. In the same day, I talked to two different, three different people about how men deplete women of their resources. Like, they see a woman that has, like, their shit together, like, to, like totally all right in their life, and they go, mm, that's my new mom, and they just suck the life out of them. That's With, their by new being mom? Kind of. They don't actually say that to themselves, but they're like, ooh, that's someone who's going to take care of me. I need someone with that kind of vibe in my life. I need Ugh. someone that's going to tell me how to live my life, but not directly, but, like, inspire me. And then... That's disgusting. Yeah, and then the guy's just like, wait, they can't be... Like, I like that they have their own shit going on, but they can't be stronger than me and better than me, so I'm going to tear them down to make myself feel better, and then they're nothing, and then they're going to break up with them the second they're, like, weak. That is... Parasitic and disgusting. It is, but it's so common and it happens. Yeah, I didn't even that. bring it up. These three different people just mentioned it offhand. I believe it. It's crazy. Can I mention something that's not nearly as bad, but to me just as disgusting? Sure. Those guys who are very weak and they're just like, yes, dear. Uh, yes, well, dear. well, they like adore their wives, but their their children. They're like, I like, I really love my girlfriend. She's my best friend. And they're very lovey-dovey and they're just disgusting. And it's like, yeah, what do you do? They're like, oh, I'm a data entry person. But really, I'm all about my wife or my girlfriend. I, I, I don't, okay. I have a mixed bag when it comes to that. I, when I think of that, I think of two things. I think of just like a wholesome person with wholesome values. They just see like the old world like I come home from work my my wife's got like dinner on the table and she's so great I love her so much my life's so perfect everything just falls into place and you just have the American dream or you have that have you seen those <laughs> have you seen that meme of the fucking like puss in boots from Shrek 2 doing like the big eyes like like yeah, cute yeah. face and then it's next to like donkey doing the same face and it's like <laughs> And it's like when guys use like the big cute eye emoji. <laughs> it looks so fucking ugly and effeminate and like fucking snap. <laughs> what was our original topic? Uh, we, are, are we on pros? I think we're still on pros. I think we're still on pros. Pros of being single? Um, oh, well, I guess. I guess we were kind of on pros of being in a relationship oh. for a little bit. Well, but we can go pros of being single. That. Actually, let's ride the train. Okay. So, is being in a relationship overrated? Overrated? I don't overrated. understand the question. Because, like, this whole situation, this whole podcast is about being single, but we spent the whole time talking about relationships. But, um, but yeah, do you think people as... 
I know you people as a I what we ran out. <laughs> we ran out. I feel really good though. I'm glad. Got to say I I miss this feeling. Mm. So Christopher. Yes. Do you believe that people when they're single just think about the next time they're going to be in a relationship? Oh, I I don't. What do you think about? Um, I, uh, well, it varies. I'm also doing law school, which is, takes up a lot of my thinking time. I like to think about my future, professionally. Yeah. But in the wee hours of the night, uh, I feel a crippling loneliness that I know is always there, regardless of if I'm in a relationship or not. And mm. sometimes I wonder, maybe it's the responsible thing not to drag other people down in my misery. But then I always think, eh, they can always leave. That's true. You <laughs> can, can trick them into it and they can get themselves out of it. They can get the hell out. Lord knows most people get the hint after a while. Yes. Um, Where do you think your crippling loneliness comes from? I was born with it. Mm. Mm. I was born with it. But do you think it's just because like, you are unable to relate to other people? Yeah, a little bit of that. Um, I, it's, it's weird. I, I want to... I don't know. I don't even know. I don't even know how to describe it. You just feel like unsatisfied by everything? No, it's like a disconnection. And uh, I don't understand the point of wanting to be alive. I mean, I'll do it, but I don't get the point of it. Mm. It doesn't add up for me. There's too, too many dark thoughts that, that filter through. Yeah. Which is why I should drink, because when, I so, when I'm sober, I obsess and I plan. I thought, how hot does the oven need to be? And then if I close the doors to my bedroom and to my study, and if I just black out and leave the oven door open. What does that autopsy look like? I don't know. Lord knows who the fuck's going to find me. True. (laughs) I'd probably call and be like, "Mm, he hasn't responded in a few days. No, I, I know for a fact that I could go a week with decaying before... Anybody notices? I call you very regularly. I know, but what's your first thought if I don't answer? He's You're killed dead. himself. Yes. No. Christopher, have you heard what you just said and how many times I've heard you say that exact thing? Why wouldn't I think you're dead if I haven't heard from you in a few days? I don't bite. My God, you just want. I, I think at this no, point, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. I think no, no, no. at this point you're so stuck on the idea that like. You want to kill yourself. You want this, like, misery to end. That if someone tries to tell you something that differs from that perspective, you just deny it because you're already set in your plan. You don't want to change it. I disagree. I don't think I've, I've heard enough convincing arguments. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's your responsibility to do that for me either, by the by. What? To, to worry about it. I don't expect that from you. I'm not... I don't want you to expect that from me. <laughs> you don't get the point here. <laughs> I think I'm... Okay. I thought I thought I think I did. Hmm? I think I'm pretty sure... doesn't matter. Okay. Point is, I'll be fine. I'm all... I always stick around. Okay. You made it this long. Exactly. Quarter century. Quarter century. Someone pointed out to me that it takes 15 years until I'm 40. That set me for a fucking loop. I did say that the other day. (laughs) I don't know why that really gave me a panic attack. Another another entire of your life, you'll be 50. You know what? 50 doesn't scare me as much as 40. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because 40 just... 
People stigmatize 40. I feel like 40, it's over at 50. It's been over for 10 years, so fucking whatever. I feel like 50's kind of fun. Like, I can imagine experience. the 50s being fun. Yeah. Because, like, I've seen both of my parents through their 50s, and they had a lot of fucking fun. Because they were like, ooh, I'm almost dead. I don't give a fuck anymore. So they just started being really funny and doing a lot of dumb shit. Interesting. My parents are in their 50s, and they're really... At least my dad is in the peak of his career. He's kind of reached the apex finally. How old are your parents? 53 and 52. Well, yeah, they just started. Yeah. It doesn't really hit till you hit 56. I want to be... I, I would like to skip to 80. Why? Because the worst age. I would like to be really, really old. Because I'd be like, Your body help is me, just move me on. from the chair to the bedroom. <laughs> like, I am a huge romantic at heart. I love, we're going back to the topic. Oh, okay, <laughs> good. Yeah. Uh, I'm a huge romantic. I love romantic movies, romantic stories. I love the idea of relationships. And I think that's been, like, a driving force in my life. Just trying to find a friendship or a romantic or familial relationship where I truly feel like I can be 100% of myself and I am fully loved every second of it. I, like the, I agree with you on that last part. Yeah. Who doesn't want that? Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's so rare because people... That's another thing. Like, relationships especially romantic ones, in and of themselves have a whole set of expectations just encoded in them. I was thinking about that today. Like, I'm a striving entrepreneur right now. I'm trying to, like, build up my artistic career and my abilities and my... Multimedia platforms, Exactly. Yes. I'm building up all of these businesses. I am honored to be a pawn in your games <laughs> Thank of, you. of business. I'm glad you're here to be part of that. But, um... Even though you don't pay to do it, or whatever. Pay to do what? Buy, buy my shit. Anyway. Um, but I was thinking today, like, if I was in a relationship this whole time post my graduation, I would be expecting someone to, like, support my endeavors. Good job. Uh, be expecting someone to, like, be appreciative of what I'm doing, to be promoting me, to be like, endorsing me and, like, helping me through it. Since I'm by myself, I'm fully resilient and reliant on myself. And I have nothing to be disappointed about if something doesn't go my way, because it's just my fault. You would blame your partner if something didn't go your way? Well, if they, like, didn't do... Like, if they, like, gave no shit about it... Like, if... Basically, if they treated me like my friends do. Like, my friends, like, don't really care. Like, they think it's great that I'm doing it, but they don't, like, support me and advertise for me and do whatever. And I don't care that they don't. But if my significant other did the same thing, I'd be fucking pissed. And I think if I vented to my friends about it, they would also be pissed. Because mm. I told them they should be. <laughs> true though there's that yeah okay that was a funny thing to find out with like being <laughs> friends with people 
Like, over time, I was like, oh, you can't really give your opinion. You just have to, like, validate them. Yeah, pretty much. No. Yeah. Well, if, if, guy if friends com- are a little different. If they come to you with an, a po- problem where they're angry about something, you give a slight opinion, you try to, like, weasel it in there, and if they completely throw it down and say, like, how dare you take his side, then you just tell them what they want to hear. I guess my best example of that would be when my my friends, my lady friends break up with their guy friends who yeah. I really, I enjoyed this guy, but they broke up. So now it's like, fuck him. Yeah, I can't talk to uh, him no, I, I won't. I'm, and, you know, I have good reason for choosing my original friend over their ex. It's just, exactly. he was such a cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a shame. We, he and I bonded so quickly. And we were, they were together for like years. And I'm like, ah. Exactly. Like well. You built a rela- a friendship with them. Bye. <laughs> now, those ones are hard. Yeah. But you gotta, you gotta pick sides. And those fucking friends that are like, no, he was the worst. Like, we broke up. You cannot be friends with him. You're choosing him over me. Well. That's fucking pathetic. I mean, I've never heard that. I just know as a matter of principle. Matter of principle. I don't give up. That's another thing. I don't care about principles. <laughs> I don't care about manners. I don't care about expectations. Manners are one thing, but principles are deep-rooted I personal don't think they ideas. Are. I think maybe if, if I rebrand principles with morals, how's that sound? I don't think everyone's morals are the same. No, of course not. But I'm just. I don't saying. think my morals and things I care about are the same as things that you care about. Why should I be held to the same expectation to obey your morals? That I didn't make. I'm not asking you to do that. I, you in like a regular sense, not necessarily you, you. I'm just pointing at you because you're right here. Okay. Yeah. Like, well, you, I guess I see I, your like, point. If I like ask but... their permission, I say like, hey, can I still hang out with Fred? And they're like, why? Why are you like, asking their permission? Because <laughs> in case they get mad at me if I do. <laughs> well, then you already care, but you know what the answer is at that point. And not necessarily. I am very convincing. I can, <laughs> I can say, you know what? Me and Fred can like conceived a whole friendship completely outside of you. I. That's yeah, just what they want to hear. Not like I'm gonna date Fred, but like I. You've conceived a friendship <laughs> outside of you. That's okay, when well, you say it like that. Such a rough sentence to hear. Okay. Me and Fred have a friendship that we've made while you two were together. And I enjoy Fred's company. I think Fr- I still think Fred's a cool person. Fred hasn't made me upset. If Fred, like, fucking, I don't know, burned down her house and killed her family, yeah, sure, maybe I don't like Fred anymore. <laughs> but if Fred just, like, got boring and she doesn't want to date him anymore, that's not really a thing. I get that. I yeah. get that. If you he, know what? That's if fair. Fr- if Fred cheated on her, they're not together anymore. Yeah, fuck Fred. I'm not going to date Fred. But I still like to send Fred memes every now and again. Why shouldn't I be able to send Fred memes and get lunch sometimes? I mean, you have to just weigh... I mean, I, it's not like a great moral dilemma. You just weigh the reaction from the dumper. Exactly. That's to not, the friendship of the dumpy. That's that's another thing. I don't think I'd be willing to get into a relationship again until I found someone that I would be willing to be considered a unit with. 
A unit? A unit. Because I was also talking about this to a friend. I think that when you get into a relationship with someone for more than six months, you are considered a unit by everyone else in your life. If someone has a party, they're not just going to invite you. They're going to invite you and your person. That's you, true. That's you become, true. You become a duo. You're That's not just that true. one person anymore. The second... Carolyn got disinvited to a lot of parties because of me. Exactly. Like, they don't get the same connections and friendships and people and uh, fucking... I don't know. Parkinson's disease? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> stuff. They don't get enough stuff to get into without that person in their life anymore. If I'm getting into a relationship with someone, I want them to have not not necessarily like network career connections I'm looking for, though that would be lovely. I would want them I, I would I like the idea of a power couple. I like to be considered like, oh wow. The two of them are better than just them on their own. They're a better... But in what context? Like, just when they walk into a room, like, when they're what seen room? together... What's when they, the room? A party, a club, a gathering, a park. Like, you know when a couple just looks good together, and they just have, like, that reciprocity, they have good, like, rapport back and forth. You just see them together, and you're like, that's a fucking attractive, good couple, and I think they're going to do go great in their lives. They're so cute together. I want that shit. I want a power couple status. I want someone to say, you know what, Sophia's better with this person, and that person's better with me. Hmm. That's I think interesting. That, I think that's the whole reason for being in, in relationships, to be better out because of it. I don't know about that. I disagree with that. I think humans are so stupid and insignificant if they're alone their entire lives. They create nothing. They are nothing. What the fuck? People's lives and people's ability to succeed is reliant on their relationships with others and how good they are at cultivating Oh, you mean just in general, not we're, we're broadening, broadening the scope past romantic relationships? Yes. Okay, just wanted to make that clear, all you lonely hearts out there. <laughs> you are just fine being single. That's, bitch, I've been single a whole year. I know. I think I'm fine. And Sophia doesn't think you're worthless, even though... If taken out of context, you could no, see. No, no, I mean... How she's without, just shitting on your life. With... <laughs> she's taking a big old shit on your fucking life. If you got offended taking that statement out of context, I will personally send you all flowers. Ew. Ew. <laughs> Don't ew me. <laughs> I think I shall. Why? Why do you always get so mad when you drink? I'm just trying to have some fun. It's the gin. It's the gin and you upset me. I upset you. Ugh. <laughs> Whatever. Any hoodles. Uh, being single, I think, pros, I'm going to list off five pros right now. Fucking, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Other pro, you can, well, actually, that's more of a living alone pro. All right, well, you can, you can 
you can get back in touch with your friends who you didn't have enough time to talk to before. That's, That's another, another pro. People overall need to figure out how to balance their... I missed my mouth. ...their friendship, work, and relationship. People really need to learn how to do that because some people get fully invested in their relationship and never see the That's true. Again. That's true. But also sometimes That's your partner song. doesn't like the friend. So once that's over, guess what, buddy? You fucking get to see that friend again. Other pro. But that's fucked fucking, up. Hold on, third pro. That's fucked up, though. If uh, your friend, That's you're, why you broke up. But if you're asked, yeah, it's an abusive relationship. <laughs> Whatever. You're broken up. Who gives a shit, man? Also, third pro, who gives a shit, man? You broke up. Whenever you think, well, this is a pretty stupid thing to do. Hey, who gives a shit? You fucking broke up. Also, yeah, you have no one monitoring everything. No one cares. Yeah. No one. You which is so awesome. Not a single person. You're an adult. Your mother is like, hopefully he calls me on Sunday. Yeah. Which I do. Uh, fourth pro. Yeah. Fourth pro, you get to fucking meet beautiful people, beautiful people again. Open relationships. Yeah, but it's a little different because now there's not even a hint of hint of guilt. No hint of guilt, and nobody looks differently on you because they know you're in a relationship. I mean, I wouldn't lead with that on an open relationship but date. But if you go to every party and every social gathering with your SO, uh, people are going to find out. Or you meet people through Why your friends? Why are you fucking within your circle? Fuck outside the... Everybody knows that. I don't like Why? fucking... Why? If you like, fuck outside the circle. I don't like fucking strangers. That's weird. And you I should like meeting people organically. Because... I do... I get what you're saying I do organically, like people, but... meeting people organically Outside the circle. I think I give more people slack when I meet them organically versus when I meet them online. Grant, yes, for sure. By far, there, this has happened to me so many times where for I like sure. saw where I like saw someone online that I swiped left on, and then I meet them in real life, and they're like amazing, and I never gave them a chance because their yeah. first picture I swiped on was not good. I definitely do better in person. Yeah, I definitely do too. I text like shit. I text, and it becomes like a French. I'm, I I get it too into like we have a lot of mutual interests, so I'll just talk about those interests. And they're like, uh, also, you know, you want to, I forget. I'm like, oh, yeah, I should compliment you on your fucking lips or whatever. That's like my turnoff. Like, you I got hate, nice lips. I hate my, that, that's like my turnoff. <laughs> if someone's like, ooh, do you like this pop culture thing? You like this pop culture thing, too? I'm going to wife you up. Well, that's disgusting. That's fucking stupid. I had a girl send me a Tinder message yesterday that expertly incorporated a compliment and a mutual interest. What was it? She said, um, well, you I have wish to... that uh, I could be my, like the cool kids. No, that's, that is not what she said. And also copyright. <laughs> <laughs> um, she said, uh, well, we matched on Tinder. And what you have to know is on Tinder, my first photo is a selfie of me after having just received my Mothman sweatshirt in the mail. Yeah. And I'm very excited. And she said... Um, uh, actually, I, I, well, I always message first, so I said, oh, no, this is getting too complicated. Oh, my God. Sorry. She said, love your, I love that you're so, I love the Mothman sweatshirt and that you're so excited. Your face is super cute, by the way. And I was like, that? And then I was like, fucking, you love Mothman? 
I love Mothman. Clearly. And then you we were... talked about, we're, we're still talking about Mothman, actually. Yeah. I know how much that fucking sweatshirt cost. It was like $35. No, it wasn't. It was $30. Mm-mm. Why not? Plus shipping? No, I got free shipping and 20% off because I bought it. Re- I got a discount code. Sorry, regular price though, that Mothman sweatshirt, $35. Any hoodles, last, last pro of being single, the very last pro is that you get to get that sweet, sweet call from your ex that says breaking up with you was the biggest regret of my life. Uh, I've never gotten that. And then you cry. Ever. You cry. No one's ever broken up with me and regretted doing it. <laughs> well, I have the luxury of knowing that. And it, well, it's, it's more, it was not fun at the time, but in retrospect, it's a little fun. And I'm only saying that because I know Carolyn's definitely going to listen to this. How? Does she listen to our podcast? Oh, every single one. <gasps> yeah. No! Yeah, every single one. <laughs> she knows we fucked. <gasps> Yeah, but most I, of my Tinder people know we fucked. You tell them? No, because they look at the podcast and they listen to it. And they you all... put your the podcast in the fucking Tinder bio? Of course I do. <laughs> I gotta get on this viral marketing exactly. fucking campaign. I gotta get on the free promo. Jesus. And then Christ. they always say like, "Oh, I listened to the Halloween one and the one where you guys fucked." <laughs> Everybody listens to that they one. They do. Everybody does. I knew they would. You know what? We fucked, and then right after, I was like, ooh, this is marketing gold. We gotta do this. Well, that's what people like to listen to. Exactly. Not not the fucking, the the, the post-op of the fucking people. Well, I guess people, some people like to listen to It's the awkward situations. They're like, ooh, that sounds terrible. That's true. We gotta find more of those. We should get an X on a podcast. (gasps) Christopher. Yes. Ooh, I really want to get that first Tinder date podcast. We should do a double Tinder date podcast. Where I get a Tinder date and you get a Tinder date and we okay. just fucking ruin Nobody them. on Tinder wants to meet up in person because yeah, of COVID. Yeah, they do. Oh, not my people. <laughs> I, have, I have pussy. That's why they want to meet me. Mm, dang it. And you're tall and dangerous looking. I know, but I say such nice things. I know. That's what makes you even more dangerous looking. You're mm. not upfront about how dangerous you are. I'm not dangerous. The fuck? I couldn't even harm a horseshoe fly. A horseshoe fly? What the fuck? Horse fly. (laughs) (laughs) I meant to say. A rocking horse fly. fly. A rocking. That was actually the one I was thinking of. And I said horseshoe for some reason. A buttered toast fly. All right. Cons of being single. Cons of being single. I don't have to pay. Ooh. Actually, oh, pro. That's a pro. It sounds like if you if it starts with I don't have to pay. That's a pro. <laughs> that is a pro. I spent so much money on making Jordan dress better. Ooh. Yeah, cause I. That's another thing. I I love the power couple aesthetic. If like I will pay for new clothes of the person I'm dating just so we can look good together. I really like that because I like having good style and I like being. Represented by you like having good style. I have good style. Yeah, when you feel like exactly. I don't dress up for you, but if I did, I hurts my feelings so much. If I had dates to dress up for, if I had fucking weddings to go to, like I used to, because my ex was twenty (laughs) six. I had weddings to go to. I had all these parties and New Year's Eve and get-togethers to go to, and it wasn't quarantine. I have such nice style. 
and this fucking bitch had plaid cargo shorts and graphic t-shirts. That's it. Plaid cargo? Plaid cargo shorts from fucking job lot. That's disgusting. It was so disgusting. I was like, you need jeans. Nothing wrong with finding something at job lot, but plaid cargo plaid shorts. Plaid cargo shorts. Literally falling apart also, because he had them for <laughs> years. And was too poor to buy more clothes. And then I started buying more clothes for him, and then lo and behold, he has money for clothes now. Because I got him interested in it. I will say, no, I used to look like he, shit, and then I found out that clothes He spent an obscene amount of money on a ruffled yellow 70s button-down. Ruffled? Ruffled. $70? 70s, but he spent an obscene amount of money on it. How much? I think he said 60 $60 on a shirt that was made 50 fucking years ago? And was ugly as hell. How and the hell did that appreciate in value? I don't know. <laughs> it was so fucking ugly, but he loved it. And I didn't have the nerve to tell him that I hated it. That was oh, another no, thing. you gotta do that. That was another thing. Pro of being single. I don't have to lie to anybody. Yes, that's a I good other pro. Never have to lie to someone's face. I don't have to face. lie to keep a relationship going. Fucking bull face lie. I've never said so many. Oh my and God. had to sell it. I, I pride myself on being a very honest person. I, I do not. I lied to him so much. And Oof. just neglected to tell the truth so much. Who's texting me? Tell him to come over and bring booze. Is it Paul? Apparently, the wind that shakes the barley is about the Irish War of Independence from England. This is the conversation you're having? Yeah. Is it engaging? Oh. Ooh! This is, that might be typical. My friend Ben... Topical? Topical. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, my friend Ben, who has been on the podcast and is... I know Ben! Yeah, Ben! He, uh, he just texted me, hey, do you think it's stupid to ask someone out over text? Is he asking me? No. No. <laughs> He's not no. asking you. No. Is he asking was. me? No. Oh, I, I will text him back that, because that's funny. Are you asking me? Are you asking me? <laughs> Fucking 57 question marks. <laughs> 20 E's and me. 20 E's. I wish there was a gif of a French man twirling his yes! mustache. Are you asking me? Me? Uh, what the hell? Uh, I was. I'm watching the French Circle, and what do they hell they say? If so, yes. cuckoo Shelley. <laughs> Just say cuckoo Shelley. Are you asking me? Bonjour. If so, are you asking me? If so, yes. <laughs> You're gonna blow his mind doing that. No, I I dated him for a little while. Oh, so he gets it. I love that kid. Ben, I love you. If in case you're listening, he's probably not. Ben, I just met you, but I can see why she likes you. Yeah, he's a cool guy. I've known him so long. We had good. Con I misjudged you. I'll, I'll I'll tell you that right off the bat. You I did, make snap-ass judgments. You did. But you broke through, and if you want to consider that an accomplishment, <laughs> you should get a <laughs> fucking therapist. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Any hoodles. Any hoodles. So that's. Uh, is there any more pros? Any more pros to be? I can single? think of one more pro. Mm. Um, you get to win the breakup. Yeah. I got to win, so that's my pro. 
Oh, because your ex texted you back saying that was a regret. Oh, not even a text. We had a full-on fucking FaceTime conversation. I thought you were going to say a face-to-face. I'm like, when was Carolyn no, here? No, FaceTime. She wanted to come here. I know. And I told her no. So I told you no. <laughs> and you said that was a bad idea. Yes, I did. And I took that into... And you know what? Honestly, you were you were right. It would have been so much worse. No, I would have loved to see Carolyn again. I did like Carolyn the one time uh, I met was, her. She was very nice to be around. But that... I mean, you didn't... You Well, we didn't really talk. That's another thing. During the I, bad month. No. I did love... I, I still do. Going on dates, I still do introducing... I still love introducing my person that I'm dating or I like to my friends and them liking them. That's so fun for me. It's It makes it easier. I don't think it's fun. It just makes it a lot easier. It does. Like when your friends are like, you know what? I can talk to them. I can... Or yeah, when they're I like, like she's so great. I'm like, I know you're being honest because you're too drunk to lie. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or when you get the... It, but it, I know yeah. like my good friends, my good friends will tell me if they really don't like someone I'm dating. Mine too. Yeah. I hope you can tell me that. I would. If you ever said, I Sophia, I want you to meet this girl, I will give you my full honest opinion. I will be ruthless to that bitch. No, I don't want you to bring her to a high standard. I just want you, like, if you met her just randomly, yeah. what would you think of her? Don't think, like, high standard. Just baseline. You know, what's what do you your, think? What's your ideal person? Oh. Now, do you think that now that you're single, you have a greater depth of perception of what your ideal person is? Well, uh, no, I don't. I think I do. I thought about it a lot. I don't. I'll be honest with you. After after Carolyn left me, I went into a horrible spiral. And now I'm just clawing my way out of it. Uh, but, oh, also, another pro of being single, you get to figure out who you were before you were in a relationship. And I forgot I was fucking rad as shit. I, uh, were you? Yes, I was. I was never this sad. <laughs> Before a relationship. Can I have some more gin? Um. Yeah. Thanks. You're welcome. Anyway. Any hoodles. So you were less sad before. I I was. Well, I was drinking a lot more, and I was yeah. doing a ton more drugs. But baseline. Baseline. Baseline, just radness of being, of of knowing who I am. I'm I'm glad I'm in touch with it again. Mm. I I lost myself a lot in the relationship, and it's nice to get back in touch with that because I am not. Uh, this may be a little gross. Oh God. <laughs> no, not gross in like a like a perverted way, but just in a general way, that I was very like lovey dudley cuddly. You know, very affectionate during the relationship, and that kind of filtered into my whole shit. Oh, it's hard to talk to you when you text, dear. I'm sorry. Tell him to text her, him, her, her. There. I said. There. Uh, the, I think the likelihood of them saying yes over text is much slimmer than them saying no in person. What do you mean? What's he want to do? He wants to ask out his coworker. Over text. Ooh, ooh, because ooh, someone ooh, else at work ooh, likes her. Ooh, uh, well, I mean, is there the shit where you eat factor coming up at all? What? Don't shit where you eat. Oh, yeah. Well, they don't work in the same department. So oh, be, that's like, fine. That yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. 
Does he see her every day? No. Alright, good, then go for it. Fucking send her a nude. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) I think the likelihood of her saying yes. Over text. In person. What's he doing? Get Ben over here. I asked him to come over here. Apparently he's busy. He's texting you a fucking busy I know. Can be. I like. Uh, yes, in person is is higher. Higher than, than your fucking ass crack. Yes, <laughs> over text. My ability to text while drunk is very much impaired. Right I'm now. really good at it. People never guess. For some reason, if I'm blacked out, I'm way better at texting. I sent full paragraphs about my feelings when I was blacked out drunk, and they were fully legible. Were they good paragraphs? Like, yes. Like, you agree with them? Yes. You're like, oh, well, fine. I get to communicate with my subconscious. I know. Yeah, the less... That's kind of interesting. It is. I've never done that. Oh. What else? I think I'm rather certain about the kind of person I want to date next. And I think I know who that person is. They're just in another relationship, and that's heartbreaking. Is this that guy? Who else would it be? Have I expressed interest about anybody else? No. <laughs> exactly. It's so sad. He's, he's seen me cry about it a lot. Twice. Twice. The second time I was very uncomfortable. Too many times. <laughs> I, don't go, I don't do well with emotions. I'm I know. sorry. I know. I didn't mean to cry at your house. I was just already drunk. And I kept trying to isolate myself. But you and Kate were like, let's go help her. Does she hate me? Has she spoken to you? No, she has not spoken to me. Yikes. Does she hate me too? I don't know. That's a question for you to ask and me to hear vicariously through you. Do you want to invite her over? You invite her over, but don't tell her I'm here. We'll make what it a the fuck? fun that's surprise. Awkward. No, we'll make it a fun no, surprise. No, that's awkward. Well, if you at, if you invite her over and don't tell her I'm here, Is then you can gauge whether or not she hates hey. you. Because I'm pretty sure she hates me. Why does she hate you? I she, don't she, know. She hasn't talked to you at all. Literally nothing. Ooh. And it's going from, albeit a, an aggressive... Did you pay her back for the shrooms? No, I did that beforehand, oh. but I think it's... I don't know what happened on the day. I know that I got really annoyed at the end of the night. Yeah. So maybe that filtered through. But she kissed me before she left, and then usually she she would snap me all fucking day, and it's it, it got to the point where I'm like, I, I, this is annoying. Um, but, <laughs> but, you know, it was happening, and then it suddenly stops. And I asked, you know, she we were making plans for Saturday. And I was like, are these plans still a thing? She said, no, Kate's having a bad day. And then I look at her Snap story because it's fucking public. Have um, you texted her since then? No, I don't want to do that. Hmm. Well, then you're not super broken up about it. No, I'm not, but I am curious. Everybody gets curious. Yeah, like, do you hate me? Yeah, and if so, why? You can do it. I'm concede. I, I'm hateable. I texted her. But she I just want to know to? why. Um, what else can we say? Because I don't know what she knows. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know what she knows, because I was not having fun that night near the end of it. I was no. having zero to no fun. That was not fun at all. No. And I feel upset. Because <laughs> I, would, I would like to do them again. Just, you I don't can get want shrooms from other people. I know, that's fair. 
Anyway. Any hoodles. Um, what else can we say about... I wrote a whole list. You want to go into cons? In my journal. Yeah, you go into cons, I'll go get my journal. Sophie's going to get her journal. Let me say the biggest thing about leaving a long-term relationship is you kind of forget how to entertain yourself through the, the dull nothingness of life. Usually there's a present, beautiful face to distract you from the fact that life is monotonous and very dull and we all die. But at least there's some kind of, I don't know, you call it an animalistic, primordial pleasure to just being around another person. But when you're alone, you have to face that all again. And frankly, personally speaking... I really thought I was the kind of guy who enjoyed my own company. But uh, unfortunately, that is not the case anymore. Now I find myself seeping into deep bouts of depression whenever I feel way too alone. And any kind of, especially compounded by COVID, you know, now before you could at least go out to a random bar and just be around the presence of people. Now you're stuck inside in your own apartment wondering, is this the night that I leave the oven door open and drink that last bottle of wine on the rack? But you wake up the next day and you think to yourself, well, a new dawn, a new day, a new life. And we find another reason to keep moving forward. And if every day is a slit across the wrist, then we know that the pain is less and less and less as we trudge along to that dark, dark, infinite despair. Oh, Lord. You left me alone. I know I left you alone. You got into cutting yourself. Fun, fun. I have never, by the by. Me neither. That's a good thing to high-five over, I, I think. thought about it so much, but I didn't do it. No, I'm not, I'm not that into pain. I, I do mean. like pain. I wanted to do it a lot, but it was out of pride that I didn't. Anyway, so I found... <laughs> Don't want to ruin those pretty wrists of yours. Anyway, you were talking. I do have nice wrists. Anyway... They're so small. Thank you. I like how small they are. I wish they were smaller. They were so much smaller when I was skinnier. How the fuck can that wrist be smaller? It was smaller. It I is smaller. Oh god. My arms are so fat now. Yeah. Can I do it with my pinky? Look at that. I used to do it with my, my pinky. M- the circumference of my thumb to my pinky can go around her wrist. That's an eating disorder for you. Anyway, so this is my list of what I learned about myself and being in a relationship. Wait, 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 wait. Say that again. This is what I learned about myself and being single. One, I can't date someone with common interest to my father. Two, Two, pillows are not bad cuddle partners. Three. I, I like that one a lot. Can we say that one again, but loudly? Pillows are not bad cuddle partners. Pillows are not bad cuddle partners. I think, like... Pillows? They give you the same kind of feeling. No, yes, but pillows do not have bones. They don't have joints. They don't breathe. 
and they don't twitch in their sleep. That's true. And they just stay still, and they're perfectly cushy and just so nice. And you can pretend. And they have no interests of their own. They are as comfortable as you are all the time. Literally, I'm going to start drawing smiley faces on my pillowcases. You know, you know those like boyfriend pillows with like the arms. And no, the that's shirts? that's too weird. That's too it, weird. it is weird, but no, I'm not gonna have one in my. I'm into it. You're gonna fuck a pillow. I'm not gonna fuck it. That's not, <laughs> that's not the purpose. The purpose is not to have sex with. It's to cuddle. You're fucking pillows now. That is a common thing for girls to do, all right? Fuck pillows? Yeah. yeah. When they're, what, 12? Yeah, they hump pillows, all yeah, right? Yeah, at 12? Yes. You say, are a full-grown adult. Say I can't afford sex toys. Oh, you think I'm not going to hump a pillow? You're dead. When a fucking cucumber is worth five fifty-five with the market basket? 70% of women do not come from penetration, all right? Are you Comes sure about external that? External simulation. Statistic. You think I wouldn't know that? I feel like you've done a lot of research. Exactly. <laughs> Number three. People are terrified of non-monogamy, which I think is very true. You know how many times I've been slut-shamed by my mom because I slept at a guy's house three days in a row? Is your mom your only example of somebody who's terrified of non-monogamy? No, I get judged by my friends, too. They're like, I'm just, I just care about your safety. But, like, if I slept at the same guy's house that I called my boyfriend five days in a row, it wouldn't cause any alarm. Just as two different people. Or three different people. I, I would like to draw the line between living an open lifestyle and making reckless choices. You went to a casino with a stranger. That wasn't a stranger. I knew him for months. And you don't think Ted Bundy was fucking greasing up women before he fucking no. lured he them into... No. He was abducting them off the street. He did. A, I know. Bad, <clears throat> a bad example. But it happens. People get groomed and then they get murdered. Well, was I murdered? No. No. No, you weren't. But I had to have a weird phone call. <laughs> <laughs> Next point. Uh... Don't let lack of physical attraction stop you from enjoying someone. Sexually? Yeah. Are you talking about me? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not all about you, Christopher. I can't help myself. I feel like it's about me. It's not about you. And if so, I don't need the pity fucks. Okay. <laughs> I can handle myself. I am perfectly attracted to you. You don't. I don't pity fuck you at all. I fuck you because I like you. Thank you. You're welcome. That's all I wanted to hear. I know. <laughs> uh, love is patient, love is kind. I oh. think that's... It's so cheesy, but it's so true. Disgusting. True love is patient, and it is kind. In what ways? Patient about what and kind towards what? Kind towards each other? No. And patient towards the other circumstance? I think love is patient, love is kind is in response to whenever you find an, uh, like a fucking block that you need to get over. No, I don't think that's true. I disagree. I don't think that's true. And I feel like it's grossly misrepresentative of how relationships really work. Love is kind... Love is patient. I'm with you there. It's gotta be. Why wouldn't, why shouldn't love be kind? It's not a matter of 
why shouldn't it be? Love isn't kind. Love is harsh and cruel. It's a powerful How? emotion. That's why we it is a think about it emotion, so much. But why shouldn't it be kind in action towards the person you love? That's not how, that's, I don't think that's what the quote's about. I think it is. I don't think it has to do with actions. I think it has to do with emotions. Mm. If you love someone, you have to be patient with them. Yeah. Emotionally. And you have to be kind to them emotionally. But how does, what is the relationship between patience and kindness? It's not understanding. We know that. I don't think they're mutually exclusive. I think they're two then components. Then why say both? I think they're two components that are needed in love, but I don't think one necessarily always exists without the other. The, the idea behind the quote is that the legs of love stand upon patience and kindness. Yeah. Yes? If you have one, you don't have a complete relationship. And if you... Yeah, exactly. If you have... And I feel like the idea of patience is pretty objectively understood, but the idea of kindness is one that a lot of people go back and forth on. Like if someone told me, Chris, your style looks like you robbed a fucking toddler on the beach and you stole his little sailor outfit. Now you're walking around like a sailor. And I know you love it, but you look like shit. I think you... Is that kindness? I think you construe... Uh, disingenuousness with being kind. No, no. I think you. I think you think lying is kind. No, no, no. What I'm trying to nail down is what the definition of kindness is. Because some people do. What do you think it is? Some people do think kindness is lying, and other people think kindness is being very blunt. Yeah. But if we're incorporating the element of patience, then, in conjunction with kindness, does that make kindness more open to our partner, or does it allow us to deal with their insecurities? You're seeing them as mutually exclusive. I, I don't. That's not exactly... I, think that's I the see them as separate pillars. I don't think one influences the other. I think patience qualifies kindness. I don't think it does. Uh, okay. I think patience is not mutually exclusive to kindness. You're, I'm not the one who's saying it is. I'm saying patience qualifies kindness. I don't think it does. Again, we. <laughs> I don't know if we're saying the same thing or not. Oh. I also said, don't trust people that copy and paste text to you. Copy and paste? How can you tell? If they send you a text that they already sent to you. They copied and pasted their previous text twice. In a row? Yeah. Or in general. I do that to you. That's disgusting. It's just I have arrived. Oh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but, if, but if it's like... <laughs> but if it's like a full-fledged, like, oh, like, uh, like, like an argument response or like where are you, like paragraph response to something... That's fucking different. That's never happened to me. I can't That's empathize with that. That's disgusting. That happened to me twice. Can you give me an example? That happened to me twice this week. Remember that guy that I went on that date with? And then he was like, I know you're not trying to ghost me, but if you are trying to ghost me, I don't think that's right of you to do. 
He sent the same thing twice, remember? Was it on two different platforms, though? Yes! <laughs> but then, but then I texted this other guy who had his dick half out in a Tinder picture, and he sent the same message twice. Interesting. Yeah. I think that's a Russian bot. <laughs> I think that is a robot trying to steal your social security. Perhaps, card. but the first one was a real person I met in real life. That, I mean, fair. Yeah. Uh, this one I already talked about. Most, I'm uh, sorry, most religious people get married pretty young. I know, yeah, I know a few pe religious people that got married at like 21, and that just makes no sense to me. Oh, I want to go to a wedding so bad. It's a party with free booze. I love weddings. And you get to dress up. Yes, you get, you you get to, dress, to dress, up. dress up. It's so much fun. Oh, I want one of my friends to get married so bad. My cousin's getting married next year. She would have gotten married this month if COVID hadn't happened. Now she has to postpone it a full year. Would you be my standing date for weddings if I... Fuck yeah, I would. All right, good. Because I'm... Oh, I, I need this couple to get married, but they refuse to. Mm. I don't even know what to say to this. Oh, speaking of weddings, I also wrote down, don't settle just to have a wedding and a baby so the baby can have grandparents they remember. That, that's, very, that's very particular to me, because my parents are old. Uh, for anyone that has parents that had them when they were, like, 40 slash 50, yeah. Uh, my mom literally told me one time when she was drunk, just have a baby now so I can take care of it and so I can, like, you know, have the experience. You want a baby now? My mom wants me to have a baby now. Not like a husband, just the baby. Just the her. baby. Because she knows I'm not... for it? My mom! She got enough money. She'll pay for the baby. It's a fucking nightmare. I, she literally said, like, oh, you can have your life. I'll take care of the baby. I'll be the baby's mom. Disgusting. <laughs> that sounds so I, fucking unhealthy. It is. And I don't want to have a baby, but I feel bad that my parents, like, won't have the experience of being grandparents. Because by the time I likely will have a child, they'll be, like, close to dying. I was lucky enough to have a pregnancy scare and gauge my family's reaction, and it was not what I thought it would be. When was your pregnancy scare? Was it with Carolyn? <laughs> this was during undergrad. Undergrad? <laughs> yeah, I said, Mom, I may have fucked up. And she said, what happened? Are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. It's just this girl maybe pregnant. And she got pissed off. And she's like, let your father talk to you. I'm on the fucking phone. Like, your father's right here. And my, he starts yelling at me. And then the phone gets passed to my grandparents. And they start yelling at me. And I'm like, I'm very sorry. Can I have some money if there's an abortion? You know? And then my dad's like, you can't do that. And my mom's like, yeah, you can't do that. And then she texts me. Here, I'm, I'm going to give you the money. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, it all turned out a hoax, but... Mm. I would have an abortion so fucking quickly. I would encourage... I tried to, but this chick was a psychopath. Ugh, I... Who was addicted to cocaine. Oh, no. I knew this girl that had a fucking baby when she was, like, 19. And I was like, why the fuck did you do that? She had a 19-year-old baby. Yeah, 
And I was like, why the fuck did you do that? She was like, I don't believe in abortion. And I was like, why? You're the first person I think should get an abortion. Yeah, at 19. Yeah, like, my policy is I don't want to have a child until I'm, like, at least one year deep in a career job with insurance. That's my policy. You definitely want the insurance. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Definitely want that insurance. At least want to be one year deep. Then I'll think about having children. That's, like, the soonest I'll do it. I could have them. I want to have babies so fucking bad. You and every other fucking woman. Not true. I know a yes, lot of. True. I know a lot of women my age that have no interest. in I have children. met one woman who says I don't want to have kids, and I'm like, Margaret, you have PCOS. You can't have kids. Yeah. <laughs> I know a couple of women that are just like, ew, babies' faces, disgusting. I do not want anything to do with that. Me. I've always idolized the idea of being a mom. I love that idea. I think I'd be a great mom. I love what being makes with you children. a great mom. I think I have so many like nuggets of wisdom to ch- give children. I think I'd be a attentive yet disciplinary parent. I think I'd be a good parent, and I think I'd want. I'd even want to be like a foster parent. I want like a lot of kids. Yeah. Why? Because I. Love I think it's so fun. Like, I I have, like, my niece and nephew who are, like, six and eight, and I love hanging out with them. Seven and eight, sorry. Seven and nine. Oh, my God, they're so old. I <laughs> If nine's old, I don't want to know what I love are. hanging out with them, and I love, like, seeing, like, them through their antics and shit. And their antics? Their antics. These kooky kids. They tried to burn the dog. No, they don't have <laughs> But, I don't know. I I love that idea of being like uh like the white picket fence American family kind of bullshit. I love that. I got some wholesome value somewhere. I just want to be pregnant. I mean, if you replace white picket fence with like a beautiful high rise apartment or a nice large estate with a pool and a tennis court, I'm with you. I would definitely love to have like a full fledged house that I designed myself. Just like a fucking beautiful McMansion. McMansion? Yeah, like a small like mansion. Like for McDonald's? No, like a small mansion. Like it's full of chicken McNuggets. Mm. I get it. I get it. I'm with you. No. But, yeah. That's the end of your list? That's the end of my list. I have more stuff on my list, but we already talked about it. Dang, I should have made a list. Well. Alright, you want to close out this podcast. I don't even know where the hell we started, but I hope we answered the question. I think I think we did a sufficient job. Uh, again, uh, I'll take your word for it. I what is your concluding argument on being single versus being in a relationship? <laughs> uh all right, my argument is you know, if you're going to go into a relationship uh, don't do it. <laughs> Never do it. Never. I, it's probably for the best. We Be, all die alone. It makes no sense to live any differently. Mm. Who's that? I don't know. It's bad. Oh. Anyway, that, Sophia? I am an advocate for being in relationships, but under the right circumstances. 
Under my current circumstances, no, being in a relationship is not the best course of action. But I do think they can bring some good to a person's life mm -hmm. and ultimate fulfillment if it is under right circumstances. And oh, never forget that fulfillment and distraction are very similar. They're not... They're so not so similar. Not the same it's thing. It's crazy how the same that they are. They're not distraction. Everybody drama. knows. No. Drama no. without gratification is Incorrect. Drama. Incorrect. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, fulfillment. Yes. It's just another thing to distract you from the fact that everybody dies alone. Yeah, everyone dies alone, but when you're when you die you can be surrounded by your loved ones and your loved ones could be your significant other or it could be no one it and could be no one then who gives a shit about you you fucking idiot just die yeah. alone if you die alone then you're probably more never happy in the first place that's what i've been saying since day 1 i know i like to think that there is someone out there for everyone that can just anchor them from the Oblivious abyss of no, reality. No way. I think there is somebody that is like the perfect opposite yet equalizer to everybody. And I like to raise a toast to that if we had more booze. But we go don't. get it. It's in your fucking cabinet. I'm not going to go upstairs right now. I'm lame. I'm drunk. These Christmas lights are blurry. But we are going to adjourn on that. We're going to adjourn. Case dismissed. Everybody wins. One year. Mazel tov, everybody.